electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, the New York Stock Exchange. Future study here. It is Fed Decision Day. Statement impressor this afternoon as the market looks for answers on the taper, the dot plot, inflation forecasts, and more. Meantime, retail sales were a miss, up four straight months, but the lowest quarter-on-quarter gain since July. Our roadmap begins with the consumer still spending but facing those inflation headwinds. Uh, retail sales, as we said, lowest in a few months. Plus, we are weighing the COVID risks. Omicron is spreading very fast, in fact, faster than any variant previously. And the CDC is warning of an imminent surge here in the U.S., Carl. And Musk versus Warren once again. The Tesla CEO hits back against the Massachusetts senator after she accuses him of, quote, freeloading. Let's talk about the retail sales number, uh, Jim. Uh, Leesman sort of laid it out. Department store down five, electronics down four, six, month on month. Did we just get our shopping out of the way early? Uh, it, it, take a look at, at, at Best Buy. Take a look at uh, the action in Macy's and the action in Kohl's. Take a look at the action in literally everything uh, that's related other than Walmart. And they all peaked. And so this number is just rear view for what's been going on with the stocks, which have been absolutely horrendous. Like you take a look at a Dix, which had an amazing quarter. And I liked the people from Dix very much. And we were judging about where, how much the stock would be up. And you know, people obviously just said, no, what's going to happen? Is that your last good month? So I think chopping was done early because I think that we all, the media was very effective, David. It's scaring everyone into thinking that the port problems are going to directly impact what they shop and get. And so what you have was a peak. Macy's peaked at 35 and it's now 25. So this number is just a rear view about what the stocks have been telling us. Right. Um, when it comes to what stocks are telling us as well, though, Jim, we have to focus on the Fed. We talked about it the last sure couple of days. It would seem that you know, they call it a degrossing if you're in the hedge fund business. Or Degross, just, is that yeah, what they're doing that's now? What they, that's what you're doing. Could that bamboozles um, enough the investors that, that they can keep the that, money? Do we think that that may be done, the degrossing that's taken place in tech names, the names you've been talking about right. most recently, certainly <laughs> Tons of the today. highest multiple often right. revenues. In fact, some of them may not even have profits to have a multiple. Some of them may not have revenues. But they've been down sharply. We talk right. often about the fact that the S&P is no longer necessarily an effective gauge for how stocks no. are really performing. No. Because underneath it, you've got a lot of damage. Uh, if we don't get a particularly hawkish J, as you like to call J, him yeah, today, like or if he's not like the second coming of Paul Volcker, do stocks actually react positively? Well, look, he's got that Hollywood Square scene he's got to deal with. And any one of those people in that box, any one of them can trip him up. He is so good at not... Letting it, you know, Paul Lynn trip him up, whoever that is, probably the Washington Post guy. But I do think that this is one of those meetings where he has to admit, like if someone says to him, Jay, have you been to the supermarket? Jay should go right now. He should go to the supermarket so that someone, how much is milk? Yeah, how much cheese? Is he going to have a George H.W. Bush? Yeah, well, he's got to know. I mean, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Powell. uh, Have you been to the supermarket lately? Have you bought uh, a six pack of, of Diet Coke? 
He has got to have these numbers. Carl, because this is one of those moments which is when you go to the supermarket, you are aghast. You got that T-bone last month, it was 10 bucks. Now it's 22. Uh, 10 year, 144. I mean, where is the long-term drama? Three hikes and you're basically done at this at this level. I know, it's true. Look, I, the thing that he ought to say is, look, I forget the supermarket. I looked at a one bedroom in New York and uh, a year ago it was 500,000, now it's 1.7. I mean, that's no. Not, that's not Have you seen right. the soup? Have you seen the that's, one bed? The, the studios next door right. to us. What do you think was the studio, a very brief moment the during the during the absolute height of the pandemic, where there was opportunities in the New York real estate market? Were you a non-participating character I, I during that not period? Been a, uh, yes, I was a non-participant in that market. Right. Correct. One way or the other, not as seller nor buyer. Right. Yes. Well, you just have don't have a good day. No. Have a great day. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I think that that. We need to have Ryan, Ryan Reynolds be part of the government because he's now everywhere and he could tell us to get vaccinated and we all would. Uh, certainly did a nice job with the Peloton ad. Right, well, I've got just aviation gin. Aviation. That's all anybody wants at the restaurant. They all Mid, want aviation Mid gin. Mobile, yep. I mean, this, is, um, this guy has just become part of our consciousness. Where was the connection between we were talking about the Fed and rising None. prices and Ryan Reynolds? None whatsoever. And you just went there like one well, thing because to the you, next you thing. Well, you blunted my studio apartment thing. Okay. Which made me think, and I walked by the studios, which are a million dollars a studio right here. I said, oh, you know what, Ryan Reynolds could afford 10 of them. So that's that happened in your own head. Yes, because Ryan and Reynolds you- is now the most important person in, 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 in Canada. In, in Canada. <laughs> and he pleads, I have Enbridge tonight. You want Canada? Uh, Jim, this morning, B of A says it's going to be hard for Powell to shock on the hawkish side because he's already pivoted. Right. Um, we're already doubling the taper in our own mind. Um, so what does that set up a nice year end? If we can come out of the meeting. Okay. I think yes. You do. Now, we've already taken all the air out of, I mean, D- David's right. I mean, I'm just going to read some Zscaler, CrowdStrike, NetFlare, VMware, Fortinet. David, those right now are... I mean, that's just all one company. I'll throw in Okta just to give you two. I remember my daughter when we were in San Francisco. They've, they've all she gotten. Says, she said, Dad, I want, to, I want to be the CEO of Okta. I said, okay, done. They've all gotten hurt is your point. Well, Roblox, the, yes. the metaverse has been killed. Anything that doesn't make anything or do stuff is being cr- Look at Zscaler. David, it's about time. And Zscaler looks like K2. So there are those Maybe who believe that if company. you don't get, if, if you know, that we are that market participants are poised for him to be extremely hawkish, whatever that would mean. Right, and so if, if he pulls if, it. If they aren't, then we're going to get a rally. Now, right. Yeah. Now, the one thing he doesn't do is In those play days. his hand. He does not tip his hand to hedge funds or does any of no. that. He's no. just an honest, good guy. Yes. Uh, by the way, when you say anything good about him these days, the right calls you at night. He says, I think you're a little too bullish on Jay. It's like, why? Like, he's been really right. No, he is. Watch yourself. I actually got two of those calls this week. Watch yourself. From who's what? calling you to say watch I'm yourself? I'm not going to reveal their names. So they say, you know, Jimmy, you're a little too bullish. Really? Yeah. yeah. What a nice little show you have there. Be yeah. a shame if something happens. One, yeah. one of the guys is a big Bill, uh, Buffalo Bills fan. Huh. That's all I'm going to say. You contemptuous individual. <laughs> Me? That's no, interesting you. because that's a lot of the polling data a, shows he's quite popular, clue. at least among millennials. Powell. Millennials, they love houses, they love Powell. Yes. Millennials are buying houses. Did you see that article? They know who Jay Powell is. Pew did, did a they piece know Jay? on his approval ratings of the, among younger I th- Americans. I think Jay is liked. He's kind of, Jay is George Bailey. He is. Huh? He's George Bailey. Yeah. It's that yeah. time of the year, by the way. Well, who's gonna, Potter? Clarence? Definitely going to catch who's, that who's movie Potter, at some by point. The way. Who is Potter? Senator Cruz? He hated everything. 
Well, it depends. I got facts in. I love it. Every Musk right to disagree with Warren. Yes, exactly. Hold it. Let's right. talk about that. Yes. <laughs> Let's um, talk about Scrooge. First, it was time. Uh, now the FT has named Elon Musk its person of the year for 2021. But Senator Warren, obviously not a fan, takes a shot at Musk by tweeting, let's change the rigged tax code so the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off everyone else. Musk fires back in a series of tweets. And if you opened your eyes for two seconds, you'd realize I will pay more taxes than any American in history this year. Don't spend it all at once. Oh, wait, you already did. Also says you remind me of when I was a kid and my friend's angry mom would just randomly yell at everyone for no reason. (laughs) That was great. He is a kinder, gentler uh, Musk, by the way. But can we just say that she's now picked on two people who have paid their taxes and been incredibly uh, generous, uh, Musk and, and Lee Cooperman, that it would be time. It's time to turn the guns on the cheesy, cheap guys who make billions and do nothing. Okay. Why are By you? By the way, in- it's possible for them both to be right. He is paying more in taxes probably in one year than anybody's but ever why, paid why? because of the gains. But she's that he saying has he doesn't on- pay taxes. She said Lee right. Cooperman's not that. You know, at the like, same time, there are, as we know, guy. plenty of the wealthiest people in this country who pay far less than well, um, a typical W two employee would pay. And we I know think, that. Do you want Pecora hearings? I don't know. It's time for what the Pecora hearings, where we bring down the five richest people and find out what the hell they're doing. Well, it, do you it, know it, we actually had that during, in our country? We had a series of hearings bringing in rich people, like the singer-sewing machine inventor. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, we asked them, we pantsed rich people in the 30s. But, you know, then it was like a Great Depression. We had 24% unemployment. We do not have that same circumstance. So is there some kind of escape velocity where you can be so wealthy that the percentage of money you're paying in taxes becomes immaterial because you're just so rich? You can say, well, I've paid more than anyone ever. I think there is. But I also think that there's always been this something that when I work with Larry Kudlow, uh, who now works for another network, uh, but he was very influential yes. with President Trump. He was my partner, Cudlow and Kramer. We know who and he is. What did he say? He said, everybody wants to be rich in the country, so don't take that away. He said, people want to be super rich. You know, don't say, don't blast the rich because everybody wants to All be true. them. All true. And you uh, hope right. that. That's like, I, look, do I want to be Elon Musk? I mean, he's up there with, with X, his kid at the Why time. That, having a great yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. You've had a good run. You shouldn't want to be anybody but, but I don't yourself. want to be I don't. I don't. You don't? David, can we bring I thought you just back? said, do I let's do bring, want to be Elon Musk? And the answer was yes. And now you're saying no. No, let's bring it back to policy, David. Okay. Let, let's stay focused. Okay. Uh, I think that Senator Warren uniquely is decided to, to pick on the rich and that I don't know if it really resonates in this country. I think what resonates in this country is that Musk has taken back the, the manufacturing mantle from the Germans and the Chinese. Although and social like mobility that. in this country is not particularly high, as you well know. People do not escape their, often escape their um, ceiling hence in the terms Starbucks, of earnings. Hence the unionized Starbucks versus 1918. We all hope that there is enormous ability to create great wealth, well, but David, that doesn't typically what, what, come actually through the numbers. And you know what, has the greatest upper, what country has the greatest upward mobility? No, I don't. China. 800 million people became middle class. That is true. There's a new place, that's a new uh, a new construction project that's not doing well. We have these construction companies that, boy, she must hate these guys. But you're in favor of a tax system that would be viewed as fair by all, right? I don't know. I'm in the 54% bracket. I know. Well, by the way, Look, I yes. ain't got nothing to complain about. I'm doing well, okay? I mean, do I want to pay 60? No. 
But I, I'm, I got there's but other people who should resident, Ralph You're going to be there if you're a W. I'm a Jersey resident. You no, are I'm a Jersey resident trouble. and a New New York resident, which is why my yes. taxes are the highest in the country. Yes. Because well, New Jersey's deemed me a resident, and New York's I mean, deemed me well, a resident. Meanwhile, we got no workarounds, it. right? I mean, even in a law firm now, you can somehow figure out a way to avoid, avoid the salt tax. Partnerships right. are figuring out ways to do that. We can't. Salt to um, me is the old is no uh, anti-nuclear. And and so then obviously you still have carried interest if you are a member of a private equity or even some right. hedge funds that benefit from it. Although they well, shouldn't least Senator Warren the just focus on that? Long. Shouldn't she just focus on Democrats get a lot of money from the hedge funds? And there's no, uh, by the way, in the state tax or you know the carried. You're not the basis is not changing. Right. Remember that, right? But Biden I mean, to, to go to go back to Carl's point. I mean, I, I still think you take a guy like Musk. I think Musk is revered in the country. I think he's a real bad target. Yes, he should be. Because, I mean, Musk in the end is, if we're going to beat the Chinese and the Russians who are now an axis, not unlike what they had in 1951, we better support the people who make things and do stuff. Right. Now, you want to, you want to champion our giants. I get that. Yes. On the other hand, kind of benefited from a boatload of government subsidies. And he didn't build Tesla in South Africa. He built it here because the U.S. has a few things to offer that maybe you should pay for. Well, I do think that we do have an imperative in the country to make the skies cleaner. I do think his new cause, which is autonomous driving, is a good one because every time one person is unfortunately fatally a fatal accident uh, that's in a autonomous, we've decided that that's no good. But we have many, many stories about people who die in accidents that never get written about. And so I think his autonomous driving is a life-saving venture. It David. conceivably could be, although even there he's come in for some criticism in terms of their use only of cameras as opposed to LIDAR or radar well, and other Jensen things Wong, that are being pursued by some of the competitors when it comes to autonomy. Right. Jensen Wong has said over and over again to me when I said, look, when you have a car facing, it's got three people that it's going to run over or one, does it swerve? And he says no, because it never gets in that situation, because it's so much better than we are in anticipation. Right. I like that. Right. David, or you could be like something that just came underneath our crawl. Joe B. Aviation. Now, what kind of autonomous flying well, vehicles? One day that will be, yes. Will they be hitting each other? No, we hope not. They will they have be more piloted room? for a number of years. That is the, uh, the now, there's a spec and they a half. call them, they, but we call them flying yeah. cars. They're not my, really, but... The SPACs that trade between five and six, now what do they have going for them? The Joby's at six. What do you think? What does it have going for? Yeah, it's a $6 SPAC. Is that the equivalent of Well, by the way, that is no longer a SPAC. That is a public company that merged with SPACs. So so it's a public company You're not getting 10 bucks there. I'm saying it's a company that's six. Yes. Now, that was where? It was higher. It was higher at some point, yes. So what do we do? I'm saying, what do you we do? We look at 2027 as the crucial year for many of these. See, that's 2026, I think they're expecting FAA approval from 2024. Mm-hmm. And we look at the cash flow numbers that they anticipate from what that one analyst said is going to be. What was it? I forget I if it know. was $7 trillion or $14 trillion total trillion. addressable market. Yeah. Well, I, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in I'm print. Still, I'm still reeling from the Dutch Bros recommendation the other day that by 2037, if you hold on to it, it'll be 10 bucks higher. Dutch Bros is a chain of coffee. I'm aware of yeah, what it is. It's yeah. on your new index. Right? Yes. Dutch Bros. Oh, well, how can you not have Dutch Bros? Is they it have in the investment club? What? It's an, is it an investment club? No, you club? see, because investment club is about making money, not oh, losing money. okay. See, it's about trying I to, wasn't sure. It's trying about capital appreciation, not depreciation. Finally, guys, we mentioned Musk. Uh, he replied to you on Twitter after what you said to him, or that about was, him. That was, yeah, I mean, it was very interesting, because when he did it, uh, I was... A, a, Look, I'm not a, uh, David was using a kiss-up word. I forget the word you were using, David. Mm. It was good. Mm. But it, 
I was quite taken by him and what he said and by the fact that he brought up his child. I started thinking, and this was Regina Gilgit asked me, what would happen if a woman executive brought up a child? You know, I, I hate the double standard. I hope women, uh, I thought he was really pretty amazing. And, and he's trying to change things in a radical way. And I was, yes, I did not know what to expect. And I came away thinking, geez, he's fabulous. He has thought about more things. I always loved the thing when he said about technology is magic and magic is technology. I always loved Gandalf, not just Gandalf Technologies. It was a great short. But Gandalf from the... Uh... What? Gandalf? Yeah, no. I, yeah. He Lord of the Rings. At one point he said, yeah, yeah everyone claims they've read it. I don't know. <laughs> he, he, there is, he was pixious. He was uh, kind. He was funny, learned. I mean, it was like... A, it was a... It was in the maybe, other than I want Sir Bill Clinton speak about malaria, it was one of the most tour de force presentations. This was an interview yep. uh, that I've ever been to. I mean, I can't, it just was. And my wife, who didn't catch my investment conference last week, which I was, which devastated me, my, Lisa was like, wow, Jim, this was wow. He's an impressive Notice so, that so thing think, I dropped you in, think you know, that allows him to mention. call senators, Senator Karen. Well, I'm not in favor of making fun of him because there's like only a hundred of them and you got to treat him with respect, yeah. but he is hilarious. <laughs> Senator Carrot. I mean, uh, come on. He says stuff that none of us. He says things that we only you're think, but we, think you're allowed to we have what are called governors. Well, yeah. not you don't really have one, but, no, but yeah, no, it, some of us do. No, fully, fully medicated. Also, we have governor. to go. Because what? Well, because there's a lot of names to get to, uh, a lot of calls on booking, uh, Roku, Amazon, Nike, uh, Domino's, UPS. <laughs> Take a look at futures. They're going to be steady here at the open as we await the Fed decision. Don't go away. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. A lot of stock stories this morning, including Lilly, top of the S&P gainer pre-market this morning, raising their guide for 21 and 22. We'll get to all of that uh, key corp on an upgrade as well with the opening bell in about 10 minutes. Don't go anywhere. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Jenny! 
or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, seven minutes to go on, uh, as Jim just reminded me, what we like to call hump day. It's Wednesday, the middle of the week. There was that funny Geico commercial that we often reference. Yes. Where we say, thank you. Uh, Roku is a name you wanted to focus on. Yeah, I want to do Roku because it's a a company a lot of people identify with as being uh, the great way to make money in cable and the great way to make money in TV. And, of course, it's been weak lately. But it doesn't make anything, and it doesn't do anything. That's my member. If it doesn't make something and pay you back, this J.P. Morgan piece, David, on the Internet, it takes numbers down. It takes uh, rating down. Well, it doesn't take rating down Roku, but it takes, takes numbers down dramatically. But it also does, uh, this is a price target. This is a price target. It takes price target down Snap, Pinterest, Twitter, Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, Roku Match, Why? Vizio. Why? Zeitgeist. Really? Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. You know, these have all moved too much. I mean, this Doug Anmuth, I mentioned it because I think we both respect Doug's work. Yeah. But this is this thing that is happening right now, which is that people don't want these stocks. And I think that I just want people at home to recognize that this group has already fallen. See, you're not getting right here. You're not just saying, you know what? Maybe we should let go of Roku. No. What you're um, saying is that this is J-PAL. This is more J-PAL and inflation than it is something going wrong at Roku. Got it. And that's why I picked Roku, because Roku's doing quite well. And yet, look, Roku's down 35%. It is. It is. Uh, there's something else I wanted to ask you about. Can we sure. bring that up? Sure. What do you got? Um, Meta? Yeah. Metaverse, still doing well. What's that? The Metaverse stock. Yeah, the Metaverse. The Meta, Meta platform. Yeah, well, maybe we don't have it. No, but what I'm saying is, is that don't fool oh, yourself. There it is. That's what I want to ask you about. What is this? Um, well, you do stockies. I'm trying to sell some. What are you doing oh, there? That's and, in and really? You're on the cover of ARP? Well, I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. No spring chicken in me. Um, You're yeah. talking to yourself. No, this was about you need to have a talk with your spouse. It isn't just about you anymore. If you're thinking about what to do with your money and your ARP age, it should not just be, you know what, I'm really bullish. You have to have a conversation with your spouse and reach a, 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 a palcomentaris, a, a, some sort of peace in our... You can't just say, you know what, to, let's say to, I'm not going to mention your wife's name, you don't like that when I mention your name, to your wife, look, I'm really bullish and I don't really care what you say. This is about the idea that you need to sit down with your spouse and say, what's together, because you don't all, you know, you don't all like, unless it's nuclear war, die at the same time. Right. And you need to have a conversation that most people don't want to have, which is how, are you bullish? Are you bearish? And then reach some sort of settlement. And Got that's it. what I did with my wife. Okay. And that's, like that it. meant I had, I cut my exposure because my wife did not share 
my bullishness about life. Okay? That's a good idea. It is. And now we're going to go to a break. I love your mother. Thank you. She's the one to let us know, yeah. She's like a mother to me. (laughs) Don't forget our podcast, by the way, every day. Listen in. Talking retail sales earlier this morning. Watch Lowe's is going to open down about 2% as they do guide, Jim. Uh, fiscal 23 revenue below, although the huge increase in the buyback authorization, $20 billion now. Yeah, look, uh, Lowe's and Home, Home Depot have been one and two. Uh, I, I think that the idea that home improvement demand wanes, which is the rep, is something that, you, that Craig Manier some accelerating market share gains. We'll watch that here at the open along with the opening bell. There's the CNBC real-time exchange. At the big board, it's Internet of Things company Sansara celebrating an IPO. We'll talk to the CEO on TechCheck at the NASDAQ, the board challenge, a movement to improve the representation of black directors in U.S. boardrooms. So we're going to hold our cards close to the vest ahead yeah. of the decision. I, I mean, I, I really think it's interesting that today of all days, with Lowe's saying that things aren't that strong, a downgrade of Sherwin-Williams that was quite compelling. Obviously, they have stored. I mean, uh, we know that mortgage numbers have not been that strong lately. It does seem like if this meeting were to occur a month from now, I think that Jay Powell would say, you know what, the data is a little softer. David, I think this is important. If we figure out Omicron non-vax versus vax, and we figure out that Omicron is going to keep people out of work, right. then he has to say the it's a push-pull because, remember, supply chain is going to get worse. So what we have right now in this country is we have tremendous supply chain inflation, and we have the beginning of a real rollover of commodities. But we, should, we should talk a bit about Omicron because it does feel as though uh, cases are starting. I mean, I'm sure you all, both, uh, I'm hearing about it more often than I have. A lot more people I know are testing positive. Some things are being... My stepdaughter last night. Um, you know, but just, hey, we don't positive. have the data to effectively understand, it would seem, what it really means for those who are fully vaccinated in terms of the likelihood of serious illness. Right. And yet, we are we going to follow the playbook of a year ago where things start to shut down? Because... Market participants, again, are trying to understand sort of what the reaction function is going to be here uh, in terms of policy, Well, I not think just from the Fed largely, but I mean also from companies, return to work, return to office, I should say, uh, and everything else. And there's no doubt these cases are going to start, as well, the CDC said we, yesterday, trend up. But what happens if you we shut down so? the NFL? Oh. What happens if the NFL can't finish its season? I mean, all I know is compared to uh, a year ago, we got 200 million people vaxxed. Right. right. You got Paxlovid right around the corner. Right. Right. The, the Pfizer, the Pfizer antiviral. Yep. yep. But there are still, to me, it's always been two things. It's about the hospital system being overwhelmed. And if it's not going to be, then we're home free. But if and, we see case numbers go up, as he, but, it seems likely, but, but cases are we should going no longer to, matter? Hospital. Okay. So where's the data? Matters. Where's the data for the fully vaccinated that we might need to try well, to David, understand? It's because we don't otherwise, this yet. is a crisis of the unvaccinated. And what are we doing? Are we simply continuing to act to protect them? 
by shutting down again things that you otherwise would do, well, whether it's meetings or conferences governor, or travel. I think Republican governors and senators that have been spoken would say that we that those people have every right to uh, not be protected. Right. Which, by the way, was exactly opposite of what General Eisenhower said. He said, listen, well, we have Your no tweet right. a moment ago about how the GOP has long required people to always. obey, in your words. No, because the issue had always been, let's not let the Russians beat us, whoever our enemy is at the time. I mean, right now, I am a believer that one of the reasons why I need to be vaxxed is because I think the Chinese and the Russian detente is a definite threat to our country. It's a, it, it, and we need to be strong. Now, that is, you know, I don't want to be some effete, part of some effete nation. I mean, I remember when Nixon talked about how we could become an effete nation. I don't want that in the face of what is obviously a level of, of camaraderie between Putin and Xi that does, is not, it should not be overlooked. Okay, so that goes back to you think everybody should take it as their patriotic duty to get vaccinated. Yes. But that's not been the case. That won't be the case. It's been a year now, and it's sort of time no, to— Look, I'm obviously a throwback to the days when I didn't want to take, get the polio shot. And I certain, mean, the sugar cube is easier. Certain parts of the country have very high vaccination rates. Others don't. But at this point, my, my question is, are we going to have the data to effectively understand if we do see a surge in cases, I don't, what that really means, and not react the same way that we did a year ago? I think that David's right. Look, three, three shots, and it's obviously not as severe. I don't know anyone... Uh, and, you know, people are, are looking through, the, obviously, the data from South Africa and the Guantan province where this began and cases have arisen dramatically. Hospitalizations have followed. Now, there, it's a different population. Few vaccinated, although many who actually may have gotten the virus previously. But again, hard to necessarily make uh, comparisons to what we can expect in our country. Well, I also don't want to be anecdotal, uh, but the that's how you know, have to be. I know the people I know have had three and gotten COVID, which is a huge number now, unfortunately, as a percentage of people I know, uh, di did not know that they had COVID right. until they got tested. So then why are we preventing them from doing things? And don't why are we shutting whatever it was down for I'm 10 days? I'm with you among the vaccinated. I think if you have your green pass, so to speak, you should be able to do what you want. Right. And some will say, well, if you have a, a young kid who can't get vaccinated, maybe that raises a, a threat and that's a concern. I well, get we, it. we sit here and debate this thing over and over again. I know, the but it's is, going to have an impact. The fact is, is that we have stricture. We, is we have people who don't show to work if they are... Uh, if they have COVID, and that that causes more pain in the supply chain. Yep. We will hear this. FedEx, by the way, reports tomorrow. FedEx was the first to talk about how much it costs when you have a Portland hub that can't work yep. and what it means to the system. Yep. Uh, it actually reminds me of a bunch of calls today. Uh, speaking of FedEx, City Ups UPS that to buy. That was an amazing call. Uh, that's an investment. That's a name that's owned by the investment club. Cal Tomei, Discipline. Parcel over rail. Yep. And UPS... Oh, um, over uh, FedEx. How about the dividend that they're talking about? Going from 407 perhaps to 584 I mean, we don't talk enough about dividends on this show, but that's remarkable. Same thing with, uh, with Domino's today. Uh, gets cut over at Barclays. Yeah. They think that COVID tailwinds in Domino's case will fade. I thought that was amazing. That was basically a, you're not, you're going to start going out again. I think what people don't realize is that there was a sea change in the, Tony, uh, Tony Shu would tell you this at DoorDash, there's a sea change. People just don't go out as much as they did. Uh, they just don't. I mean, it's just, it's just, the world has changed in terms of recognizing that it's just, it's, it's pretty cool to be at home. Certainly less expensive. I don't buy that Domino's. Domino's has been Domino's has had everything thrown at it. It just keeps ticking. I'm not buying that piece one, one whit. 
anytime it's going to keep doing well. Um, Remember, we, it's, a worldwide, we, it's a worldwide company, too. We like to point out when there's a, a, a transaction in merger and acquisition land, although, again, yeah, as I've made there. the point so many times, these are these are the kinds of deals we continue to see, not Huge the big headline deals. The Nugen deal? No, the uh, CMC Materials tonight. deal. Did you, you see this? Integris buying CMC Materials. Have you heard of CMC Materials? They've been around forever. They are headquartered in Aurora, Illinois. They are a leading global supplier of consumable materials, primarily to the semiconductor manufacturing industry, although they also talk about, uh, uh, as well, high-performance high, uh, materials to pipeline operators. Uh, there's, a, there's a look at the deal, though, and CMC shares are up 26%. It was a 38% premium to what they call the 10-day volume-weighted average. Integra shares, though, are getting hit to the tune of, let's call it, almost 7% this morning, guys. But again, I've made this point many times. It's going to be a potentially record year for M&A, but it's all getting done sort of quietly at $6, $7 billion deals. I need to ask you a question, because this is really important. Have you looked at the, the Bausch and Lomb split three, three pieces? I have not. I know you had Joe Papa on the show well, on Mad sells, Money. It doesn't even sell at six times. It's Bausch, it's not, it's Bausch it's House now. Bausch, but it does not sell. It sells at five and a half times earnings. Mm-hmm. Now it does have $20 billion in debt. They have paid down $10 billion. You're going to get a dermato- dermatology piece, a yep. medical piece, and you're going to get the, the original Bausch and Lomb, basically. So it's a split and, into, into three, three separate Joe Papa's companies. Company. And David, yep. this just shows you uh, there are some pockets of this economy, I think, are, uh, the market are very undervalued. Like this thing, David, six times earnings right. is never with a company that has got, even in a recession, do well. I, I Frankly, I find it absurd. I immediately put it in the bullpen for the Chapel Trust because I just think that, I, look, there is one division. The pharma division is not doing as well. Yep. And there's also a tax ruling that I think is not going to be that Okay. Granted, just but but the market has not been responding positively well, that, to split ups. I mean, we know that with GE and J and J. And J's finally made a comeback, though, but that's really much more. J and J's going from one sixty to one seventy, but that's much more about this slowdown theory that's got everybody buying these things. It right. does not include Medtronic. Right. They it's not necessarily a response to their their decision but to split I'm, the company. I'm just saying that there are stocks around. You can't turn against this market because the Fed's tightening. Because you have a bash that is so inexpensive. That I think it'll be fine. I had Bumble on last night. It's doing well. That stock's going from 70 to 35. Yep. I mean, this is not like a, the, like all of the stocks in the market are worried. It's actually um, uh, one of um, uh, J.P. Morgan's top names for 22. I love that. Uh, under a reopening, Uber, Bumble, and Match. I think that Bumble's going to do well. I think it, the time to continue to sell Bumble is, is not is wrong. Yeah. The time it's over. You mentioned Bausch, uh, Regeneron. Bernstein. Oh my! Time to take a breather. Oh, Exiting re- Pollyanna period. Ilea and Dupixon. Talking about Ilea, possibly with biosimilar competition. Uh, Len Schleifer is. Uh, he's doing so much that's good that was not included. I felt in that downgrade. Regeneron's been one of the better performers. You know, this thing sells at ten times earnings. Ten times earnings. It's one of the great companies of our time. Ten times earnings, David. Eli Lilly raised its... Uh, yes, I'm looking at the Eli Lilly because I wanted yeah. to mention that, which... Do you want to uh, dump on Disney uh, yet? Point, we haven't dumped on Disney. Four point, wait, can we talk a little more about Lilly? It's up 4.3%, though. What I'm trying to understand is exactly what's new and what's not, Jim. Okay, it's, a lot of it says GNA. Um, they give us they revenue guidance for 2022 it's and margin... But right. in these numbers are not the Alzheimer drug that I think is for real as opposed to the Biogen drug. Okay. And they have a, a diabetes drug that also lowers weight that would be revolutionary, and it's not in the numbers. They are so. talking about meeting their target of launching 20 new medicines over the 10-year period yep. from 2014 to 23. 
They're also saying, obviously, they're reinforcing their commitment to innovation and investment in science, which... Who's on the which, three today? That's what they're supposed to do. Who's on the three o'clock show? You mean the anchors? Yeah, they because Dave Ricks is on, the ah. CEO of Lilly, and he must be pressed on how much better his Alzheimer's drugs results are than Biogen's. They're extraordinary. It's so different. And the reversal of plaque, everyone would like the reversal of plaque. That's extraordinary. And this diabetes drug is so revolutionary that I think it's going to upset the whole, it's going to disrupt the entire market. And I just think that David Ricks, I, who is a great spokesperson for, for the whole industry, will be amazing. And the three o'clock, we all have, we call it the three in the business, David. The closing bell is going to be amazing today if they get him to open up about Alzheimer's. And you're not bitter at all. You mean that he's not doing it on my show yeah, because exactly. I was somewhat critical of him and therefore I've been blacklisted and I'm not happy <laughs> at all? It doesn't been. batter me at all. It doesn't, I'm, not, I'm completely unaffected by the blacklist and the desire for him no longer to come on the show because I did say, I did give minor criticism. And that's right. It doesn't even bother me. And when I went home last night, I said, you know, I'm not bothered at all by the fact that it's on three inches. What is this apropos You need to continue to be tough on companies when warranted, not worried about their response. And by the way, I'm sure you haven't been blacklisted by Eli Lilly. You don't think so? It's just no. a brownlisted, maybe? It's just a scheduling thing. Scheduling. That's what I get all the time. It's I'm a scheduling to, thing. I'm willing to go from... We want to talk to I'm you, David. David. It's just interview a people 24-7. I'm happy to interview someone even during the Eagles game and maybe in the uh, in halftime. The Washington team. Uh, how about Nucor, Jim? Uh, oh. Q- Q4 forecast is below. Uh, yeah. They talk a bit about some margin mm. compression. Uh, down 5%. Oh, that that crushed me because I really was hoping that what they would talk about is how the $20 number for next year can be met. Instead, it's down 6 The stock had been up big this week, betting that that uh, Leonard uh, Leon Topalian would tell a story about infrastructure and how much better things are. This was a bone crusher, David. This was a bone crusher. You're sad about this. Yes. Yeah, I. This yeah. stock has had excellent I, I performance ran into a over road the course paper. of this year. Is it changed your your sense on it? No, but you know, you want to own it? they they do like they're a conservative company, but I think it's a secular growth company, and I do think that that no one is thinking about the fact they keep making this cal like the California acquisition they did, but it was not what my travel trust expected, and so right now I don't want to say I'm eating crow. Uh, I don't half a crow. <laughs> you know, maybe the shank. Got it. Crow shank. Pro, I don't know, like maybe the drumstick? Cross up drumstick? The drumstick. Pro drumstick. Crow drumstick. Baker Mayfield, um, Baker Adam Schefter says, tested positive. Oh, jeez. Shefty, yeah. let's get Schefter. Is the, the NFL is a crazy. decent lens to look at this this variant, Jim, right now? I think it's the a case perfect rise. variant. Yeah. I think it's a perfect Meanwhile, variant. How many of them are getting actually sick, and should they really be prevented from playing, therefore, if everybody is vaccinated, as they're, as is expected to be the case. Well, why don't we find out? I think your problem with that, David, is, is that people don't want to get sick. I'm He's aware still, of that, but that's why sick. I want the data. I want to understand the data. Fully well, vaccinated or, well, and or three if, shots, what is the likelihood of getting something beyond what we would call a, a cold? Well, I think that I want to know. Pro- I'm not saying that there isn't. I just want to know so we can judge want- properly the response that we're making. The NFL's <laughs> response is going to be the same protocols they had a year ago, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, he's down. Okay. Let's see what to get the whole thing here. Uh, he feels fine, but he hasn't. Okay? Right. He feels fine, but he hasn't. So he's still going to be able to have us over to his house? Well, he's yeah, not going to be able to play. Progressive house. That's going to obviously change the, uh, change the dynamic of any game that his team is engaged in. 
You think so? You yes. think it? Well, how about it? You, you think that it doesn't help? David, how about OBJ? At this point. Uh, how about if OBJ shakes everybody's hand on the other team? See, how about this? This is the way to look at it. You have a heat-seeking missile. You got a guy who's got COVID, and at the end, he goes to, at the end, he goes to way, every single you player. May, you may have it right now, too. Who knows? Look at all these people around us. This uh, thing is, you know. You could, not, you could take a team, team out of the playoffs, right? I don't. I, I mean, like, fine. you know, the, the Niners are right, right now. They're on the bubble. With. Let's get it over with. You could take the Niners out by just hugging, hugging people at yep. the end of a game. We're, this all, is, we're all going to get it, guys. We're, we're all going to get, get it eventually. Was it, like gonna Billy, and, was it like Billy and the Predator? But are we going to be broadcasting die. again from our respective homes? Is that where I we're think, headed? I think we're in a post-broadcast from home world. I, we I, are? I, I do. Post. Yeah. I don't think we're going to go back to that. I hope not. Yeah. Wow. I really hope. All right. Well, I just think that at a certain point, one NFL team is going to say we can't play. All right. And that's going to be the sign that we got to re, reopen this discussion. Because you think that some players should play with COVID and just devil be, devil take the hindmost there, David? Do I don't to? know. I don't, listen, again, there's a lot of different things here. Just asking for more data on where we are right now. By the way, we're in a room full of people right now. Yes. We're just going about our jobs because that's the uh, risk Everybody on this inherited. floor is fully vaccinated. We hope. Uh, everybody who's supposed we to be hope. able to get access here is fully vaccinated. That's the world we're living in. Yeah. A lot of know. assumptions. Yeah. But for the me- American's best under 160 because of this. That's interesting. If David's world is right, this non-dystopian world, you buy got to buy Express here. Or, or the upgrade of Six Flags today. I got go. Yeah, David. We got to go. <laughs> but I got to tell you, David, you and I, we got to hug it out to see who gets sicker. <laughs> Dow's down 128. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. And it's like uh, 2000. No, 19 down here. The floor is full uh, and New York is full, too. It's very busy uh, out over the weekend here. Uh, We started flat, but lower now. Uh, Boeing, Amex, Chevron, Goldman, cyclicals are weighing on the markets. Take a look at the sectors here. Uh, Apple and Microsoft holding up pretty well overall. But look how defensive it is. Uh, REITs, Healthcare utilities. There's your leadership group. That's the definition of defensive. Uh, tech flattish, but again, Microsoft and Apple was on the upside. Banks a little bit on the weak side. Uh, the key story is what we're seeing in the markets. This Powell pivot uh, is causing some serious dislocations in some of the tech names. There's been a bit of a reset. I know that Apple and Microsoft holding up has helped the indexes, but software, since Powell made those statements uh, November 30th, software's down about 9%, semiconductor's down 5%, a lot of Kathy Wood stuff is down, Arc Innovation, the, the flagship fund's down about 13%. Yesterday, I noted uh, J.P. Morgan's very respected software analyst, Sterling Audi, uh, made a very, uh, I think, important call, a fairly big uh, rating reduction on Adobe and other software names that he came out with. So he reduced ratings on Obi's, uh, Adobe and a number of other software names. Growth rates, he said, is the number one determinant of valuations. Put up that next full screen. And he was very, very specific about what the concern that he had was. He said, and this I'm quoting him right now, this has been consistent since 2000, and it brings into focus whether growth rates can sustain or moderate at a tolerable level to keep valuations propped up. Put that up, and I think that's the key concern here. 
growth rates and can they keep up with the valuations, implying valuations are very high at this point. He also said, very interestingly, there might be too many IPOs out there. That was the implications. He said there was 68 software IPOs in 2021. Think about that. There was 26 software SPACs in 2021. Add that up. Audi says he now monitors 263 companies. This is just in the software space. And he went on to say that we've seen some problems this year. He said a challenging part is the trading patterns we saw in a number of IPOs this year that advanced out of the gate but then faded as we witnessed investors using these recent IPOs as funding sources to buy the next IPO. So what he's saying is that there's this giant pool of money that's constantly changing hands. He said this may create opportunity, but he also implied it was creating a lot of confusion and difficulty. Now, I think that the concern here is that Audi isn't going to be the last one to express these valuation concerns around particularly the PAL pivot. Justin Post, who's a very respected Internet analyst at Bank of America this morning, expressed similar concerns. Concerns. He noted his sector was down this year as valuations have already started coming down. He said our B of A strategy uh, overall uh, and our team has have somewhat bearish view on the S&P returns in 2022, given high valuations and the potential impact of higher interest rates. And we expect a choppy 2022. That was a note to clients that he had written there uh, this morning. So the bottom line here is valuations are already starting to adjust. There is no reason to suspect Powell will be any more dovish today uh, because he's already made the pivot. He's basically staked his ground out already. So what I expect now is more uh, reevaluations as Powell comes out this afternoon and reaffirms uh, that more hawkish stance that he did uh, back in those uh, in the testimony earlier. So it's going to be a very interesting last couple of weeks for evaluating tech in 2022. Carl. Uh, Bob Pisani. As we go to break, let's take a look at the bond report and treasuries on a day where we got the Fed to balance along with retail sales and empire and business inventories in about 10 minutes. By the way, uh, a down day today for the S&P Nasdaq will be the first three-day drop since the middle of October. We're back in just a moment. Don't go away. Bespoke has done some pretty good work when you look at the VIX rising sharply and then dropping sharply. Remember, we took that round trip to 30 and back. Returns uh, a year after that for the S&P are not too bad, but we're elevated a bit today, close to 23. Dow's down 136, waiting for the Fed. More Squawk on the Street continues in a moment. Don't go away. Tim, what's on Matt tonight? Uh, this new Neogen 3M deal, we're going to cover that. Uh, Enbridge, 7% yielder, I like that. And Campbell's, can they make a comeback? There it goes, the show. We did not get to mention Medtronic, which I think is a shame because it's getting interesting. Uh, we'll do more tomorrow. And tonight. Yes, we will. Uh, and then at home, and I just look in the mirror and just talk about stuff. <laughs> Bad money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.